Going beyond the headlines? Getting to the heart of the story. Calgary Today with Joe McFarland on 770 CHQR. And the news brought to you by Atco Energy. Make the switch to Atco Energy and receive a Google Home. For details, visit atcoenergy.com. Of course, that music signals another election issue, and this ties in well because we are here at the Chamber-sponsored mayor's debate that's happening at 5 o'clock tonight at Palace Theatre. And the issue we wanted to talk about is the one that showed up on the Chamber's poll, not surprisingly, the economy and what has been happening in the last, well, let's say the last four years and what we can look forward to or see in the next four years, especially with a new council that's going to be elected on October 16th. And uh, joining me, Amber Ruddy, she is with the, uh, Amber, sorry, the CFIB. I've just uh, got a lot of pieces of paper in front of me. So, uh, Amber, thanks so much for joining us today. My pleasure. And uh, we're CFIB. Of course, you represent a lot of small, medium businesses. No surprise how difficult it has been for those businesses over the last couple of years. But is there anything that the city of Calgary should have done differently in the last four years and definitely has to look at doing in the next four years? Well, when you talk about the business climate in Alberta and in Calgary, we have seen some great economic times. Um, of course, in the past couple of years, we have seen some deep recessions. And when you look at the small business confidence barometer that CFIB conducts on a monthly basis, we did reach the lowest point ever recorded back in March of last year. Um, there have been significant challenges in the business cycle when you look at what has been limiting um, production sales and growth. Business owners do tell us that it's insufficient demand for their products and services. But when you layer on top of that uh, public policies, it can make things more challenging. So I think we're really going to have to look at the property tax level, especially that's uh, put onto businesses, municipal spending, and how can we get that regulatory framework in order to facilitate business ideas rather than uh, squeeze them out. Amber, all those things I've heard different candidates talk about, but I want to be able to pick your brain more because when you say regulatory framework, I I know this past council, they've been working on reducing the red tape, trying to push things through quicker. We're just not seeing that happening? Well, I have served on some of council's uh, red tape advisory panels, and I think their intention is good, but they need to go a lot further. Um, In many cases, it simply acts as a complaint mechanism. You can get some ideas in that might be addressed, but we need to look at this from a more systematic way. Um, Every time the government is adding a new regulation, maybe they should be thinking about taking one off the books. There's frameworks across Canada to try to think about the regulatory burden um, from the business owner's perspective. Is regulation really the approach we need? Even uh, this past year when we saw some of the vacancy rates downtown being problematic and the core emptying out, council was exploring ways to remove some of the permits that you would need to get started downtown. And if that's okay and if things are working, maybe we should rethink whether those permits are needed at all Mm. and whether we can have some um, open for business messages really being sent because as we're focusing right now on trying to lure the next tech startup here, a big corporation, we should be growing our businesses here and, and creating the climate to succeed rather than trying to give subsidies and incentives Uh, to other companies abroad. Amber, you mentioned, was it March of last year that uh, business confidence, whatever that gauge was, was at its lowest? That's right. Uh, It hit 25 points on our 100-point scale, 
And that was the lowest confidence level ever recorded in the past 10 years we've been conducting this monthly study. That's lower than Ontario's auto sector crisis, lower than some of the unconfident points in Atlantic Canada. So I think we really need to figure out a way to support businesses. We have come a long way. Um, just most recently, the barometer is sitting at about 57 points on that 100-point scale. And anything between 65 and 75 is where the economy is growing and adding jobs. And I think some people might be surprised to learn that uh, full-time staffing intentions are still very subdued, and there's, in fact, business owners that are in a position to be still considering layoffs. So we're not uh, completely out of, uh, out of the woods here. And as tough as the woods have been, Amber, is this an opportunity, though, because when things were so good, the last election, we, we point out it was 2013, uh, was oil at $100 a barrel. My last guest, Zoe, was saying probably the biggest concerns businesses had was just to be able to have enough employees to man their operations. So as tough as the last couple of years have been, I'm wondering if the positive is we're able to shine a spotlight on some of the overregulation, um, some of the things that the city has taken for granted and how we can make sure we change things in the the next four years going forward. Absolutely. The total tax burden has been a top challenge, but some of the second and third uh, priorities of business owners have changed between labor shortage issues and then focusing more on debt and deficit, focusing on uh, regulation. Regulation is a great area to focus on when you're in a very uh, crunch period because it doesn't cost a lot. It's yeah. not like have, doing a tax cut that's going to hit the bottom line. This is things the city can do on their own. And um, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to having further discussions about the tax rate because, you know, when times are good, maybe businesses don't mind paying a little bit more. But mm-hmm. right now we have such a big differential between what a business and a resident pays on the same assessed property value that I think people are starting to really figure out, am I getting value for service? And 3.8 times is what a business pays versus a resident. That's quite substantive. Well, yeah, and, and I know that's why we're having this conversation because times have been really tough for for small businesses or businesses in general. But I think this is important to have the conversation so that we make changes, permanent changes, that it doesn't go back to the situation, as you say, 3.8 times more than residential property taxes. Now, I know this is a municipal election, but we we do have to talk about the elephant in the room when it comes to, we just saw the minimum wage go up on the weekend. Is there, there's obviously nothing, anything can be done at the municipal level, but how are our businesses coping with these these gradual increases as we move towards $15 by next year? Well, this is not so much a gradual increase. A dollar forty it went up yesterday, yeah. um, and businesses are struggling. Policy doesn't happen in a vacuum. You have the federal government looking at tax changes that are going to impact small businesses. You have the provincial government that has been moving very rapidly with the minimum wage hikes. In fact, even faster than some of the U.S. counterparts um, that have started the campaign. And we have other policies, carbon taxes, labor law changes, workers' compensation is under review. It's a lot for business owners all at once. So I think the city should really figure out how these issues impact the business owner all at once. Um, the minimum wage is an interesting discussion and how sometimes cities get involved is they may require living wages um, for any companies that they do business with. So I would encourage them to shy away from those proposals Mm. 
so that small business owners can continue to get contracts and do business with the city. Uh, go back to the, the high vacancy rate when we're looking at downtown Calgary. You you know, you say the city is uh, trying to move forward with um, um, cutting back on some regulations, making it easier for some of these empty buildings to be repurposed. What other ideas would there be for a city dealing with what Calgary has been for the last couple of years with the rising vacancy rate in the downtown core? really need to support small businesses. 95% of all businesses are small businesses. And instead of doing all sorts of trade missions and, and things to get the attention of these big conglomerates, how can we focus on um, building the downtown core with small businesses as well? And if they continue to experiment with ways, maybe zoning changes, maybe there's ways that uh, businesses can set up shops. Um, but it, it really comes down to the property tax. I think the property tax is going to be something that um, will make or break the city when we have such a big differential. And, uh, you know, what I'm hearing is that the vacancy rate is even worse than what it was last year. And we, we're not dipping into the fiscal sustainability fund every year to try to cap those increases. We're going to have to come up with new solutions to look at the spending side. The spending side, uh, I am at a chamber-sponsored event today on location for the mayor's debate, and the chamber is really pushing the next city administration or city council to, when it comes to the spending side, look at what they call the smart spending bandwidth. And, and you've heard it before when it comes to inflation plus population growth. CFIB, what are your views on that, especially when we, we keep talking about spending being a problem? What are your solutions? CFIB conducts an annual spending report, and in fact, we're finding that the city of Calgary is spending two and a half times faster than that smart uh, benchmark. And there's a lot of ways the city can really address this issue, the biggest one being the labor costs. Are there ways that we can control the size of the operational budget? Um, there's things like scope of government. Are there some services that could be contracted out or perhaps uh, get a business to come in and do more efficiently? Um, and then, of course, these uh, big egregious examples of waste. I think the public art budgets have really struck a nerve when we're spending a lot of money on things that people can't relate with in this kind of economic climate. So there's a lot of areas the city can examine. And I would almost take it like they have a lot of um, zero-based budgeting approaches. Why can't they do something similar with the regulation? Zero-based regulation. Maybe that would help Hmm. free up some areas for businesses to get going. Amber, thanks for your time today. My pleasure. Amber Ruddy, she's Director of Provincial Affairs for CFIB, Canadian Federation of Independent Businesses.